Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. provider happy hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this evening with a cup of jade citrus tea from Starbucks. And I was kind of craving something warm today, just given the weather, and I'm my, my throat is kind of feeling a little bit raspy, so I do apologize if the sound quality is a little bit off, but I really felt compelled to share this podcast with you today. So I was recently listening to a podcast on healthcare communication in, in students of healthcare, and they were talking about remediating students that were having a hard time with their communication skills and learning them and developing them and implementing them. And what I thought was most interesting about this was uh, that what they found were those students that were struggling with communication skills were more introverted by nature. So I had some questions around this, of course, because I'm an introvert, and as much as I love what I do and I love connecting with patients, it's very hard for me to put myself in situations that are more social in nature with people that I don't know well and feeling compelled to make small talk. So the reason why I thought this was kind of confusing being that introverts had the most difficulty with communicating, I had to suspect or I had to think that it was because it was more based on an output of skills, right? So it was putting them on the spot perhaps to um, communicate verbally and non-verbally certain techniques to maybe help patients to um, get through their tasks or to get them to comply or get them to connect and open up. But the interesting thing about an introvert, because, and I can say this because I am one, is we don't have a problem communicating with patients. And the reason why I say that is because 
An introvert craves meaningful connection, not just any connection. It has to be meaningful and it has to serve a purpose. So when I engage in a conversation with a patient, it comes very naturally for me and very creatively and authentically and passionately because I'm, in, I'm locked in on what I believe is a deep, meaningful conversation, especially to my patient, because it's usually about their concerns, their goals, and their outcomes. So that is where I excel as an introvert is in healthcare because I'm often interacting about things that matter, in my opinion. One of the first assignments that we ever did, and probably one of the only assignments that we ever did in our uh, professional schooling in physio school, was a first impressions assignment. And we were all expected to basically do an improv of a patient provider situation, and our professor was taping it. And then our professor would evaluate uh, us based on what she saw on the tapes, right? So I'll never forget, we were, um, we were getting our marks and they post them. At the time, they had posted them in the hallway. And, and as you can imagine, we all flocked uh, to see our assignment grade because it was our, actually our first assignment of the whole program. And I remember one girl going up to the board. She was standing in front of me and she said, oh my God, somebody got perfect. They must be really happy right now. And I remember she was super tall, and I remember looking over her shoulder, <laughs> looking for my student number, and sure enough, saw my student number and saw that I was the one who got perfect, the only one. And the, the marks were overall very, very good, but what distinguished me, I guess, from someone who got a 9 or a 9.5 out of 10 as opposed to a 10 out of 10 was my smile. And the reason for that, I believe, is because it was authentic, it was approachable, it was, I, I really felt as though when I was the provider, I was really in that moment with, with my patient, and I could really empathize with the situation to the point where I put myself in it. And again, the question is, can we really teach empathy and can we really teach compassion and can we teach all of these communication skills that we're expected to have? And the question, the answer to that is yes. Yes, we can teach it. And unfortunately, that was the only assignment I can ever think of from when I was in school that focused around empathy without calling it that. Right? It was actually just called a first impressions video, and it was actually a part of an ethics class, not a part of a communications class. So, you know, I, I do think that if we can spend more time on it and actually teach it as a part of a curriculum, I think that we can bring more awareness to it. I think students can then actually practice because I think that's what facilitates learning is actually the doing. And then once you become more immersed in that you you become it right you, you end up um, it ends up becoming a part of you it becomes a part of your identity but if you're not exposed to it and you only do it once in a while then you're you're never going to really pick up on what it means to be empathetic what it means to to listen intently and presently and what it means to empower your patients so the point I'm trying to make is if introverted students were the ones who struggled the most, then perhaps the way it was being taught wasn't in a manner that was meaningful 
to the students who are introverts. That's that's what I can think. I think if if it, you can identify a certain group of students that are just not getting it, it's not the students. It's the way it's being taught and the way it's being expected to be learned. And perhaps if it was taught differently and taught in a real-time way for introverts to actually um, engage meaningfully, then you might see a difference. Because I've always thought that healthcare would be the best profession for introverts to get into, contrary to what a lot of people think. And the reason for that is because healthcare is all about connection. It's not necessarily about tasks. It's not necessarily about outputting skill all the time. It's actually about connecting and then the rest of that follows. So if you're an introvert and you're somebody who, you know, just kind of gets exhausted by by social settings and it kind of depletes you rather than energizes you, but what energizes you is either solitarity or um being around like a small group or even one person that you can have a meaningful conversation with and that lights you up. You know, that's why I think healthcare is so great for introverts because it gives you just enough of all of that. It gives you just enough of the the patient interaction. It gives you just enough of the interprofessional interaction that you can get as well. But in between all that, you can have your downtime as well. So I have a feeling that what what students were being tested on during that podcast perhaps were things like volume of, of speech, um, you know, posturing, things like that. And I don't know if we should necessarily be judging students based on that, but rather the quality of the connections. So if I were a teacher, I don't know, I'm not a teacher, but if I were a teacher, of healthcare students, and I was trying to teach something about empathy and communication, let's say, I would simply have a live scenario with a student, and I would do the improv as well, but I would make it a very real situation, and I would make it such that both parties connected with it, and then took took it away from there, right? And I, and I have reason to believe that um, an introverted student would do very well with that because they would understand that the goal of the, the task, so to speak, would be to create a meaningful outcome, a meaningful relationship, and a meaningful connection with, with their patients. So it's not about, again, our output of everything. It's really about how we connect. And how we connect is what actually transforms our patients' behaviors so that it can empower them to to improve their outcomes. So is the question then, can communication skills be taught? Can they be learned? But my next question is then, how are we evaluating that? Because I wouldn't evaluate my students based on how they appear, based on how they look, based on how they sound, I would be evaluating them based on how their patient appears, how their patient interacts, how their patient sounds, and of course, on the action that transpires and the outcome that they can yield. 
that is essentially what I'm looking for. So in reality, at the end of our day, our, our patients are our teachers and our patients are our evaluators. And if we are not getting it right, if we are not connecting, then they will be the first to somehow let us know. So if you guys liked this podcast and you want to hear more, please leave an honest review on your podcast platform. Or if you have some feedback and you want to connect with me directly, please go to my website, jennifergeorge.co. And my Instagram or Twitter is at jengeorge08. That's with two N's. I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn as Jennifer George. So hit me up there. And if you really feel inclined, please share this podcast with your networks. Um, It would mean the world to me if you could help others through this service as well. And just a reminder, uh, Dr. Natalie Servini and I are hosting um, a workshop or an event on Saturday, November 9th. We still have two or three more spots available. It's kind of an intimate group uh, called Flow, and we are hoping to facilitate discussion around professional and personal fulfillment, mindfulness, and self-care. So if you're interested in that as well, please connect with me and I will give you some information on that. So thank you for your time as usual, and I hope you enjoyed the show. And remember, guys, to stay happy.